Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Table for One, and I'm your host, Ruben Prime. Happy Friday, happy TGIF. And guess what, guys? It's end game time. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be seeing the movie on opening night, opening weekend. Uh, I'll definitely get around to watch it. I said that uh, watching the Avengers movies, I would always go and see them at the theater one or two times. Because, you know, overall, they've been pretty good. You know, especially... Uh, Infinity War, like, best day out that themselves. Marvel, Disney, Russo Brothers, they truly out that themselves with, uh, with the last Avengers movie. So, of course, with Endgame looming, it's, uh, I, I cannot wait to experience the movie at the theater, probably buy it on DVD. And for all of you that seen it early, seen it legally, what have you, it's cool. Do your thing. Not here to tell you what to do. However, I think it's a dick move for for y'all going online and spoiling and just being an overall asshole. Like we don't we don't appreciate that foolishness here. Don't be that guy or girl. Don't be an asshole. Don't spoil shit on, you know, on social media. It's not cool. Like, all that makes you look like is a, you know, dickless, spineless, piece of shit coward. And a troll, as well as a troll. We don't like trolls. And for, you know, all you guys trying to do that, don't. Just don't. It's really petty and make let you know that you have absolutely no fucking life. Your you know, your cojones are probably non existent. So please just have some courtesy. Don't be that guy and spoil it. But as well for all you guys and girls that will not be watching or, you know, just waiting too long. Understand opening weekend, opening night, you know, you got work, you got the plans, and understand. But if you don't want to be spoiled, if you hate getting spoiled, understand it's just a movie. You're not going to just skip work or, you know, call out from your obligations to watch a movie, you know, fictional film. And I understand. I totally get it. Uh, the you know the fact of the matter is, people mix reality with fiction, and we've seen that with other with other movies in the in the MCU. Why not? There's one in particular. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And you watch it at your own time. It's it's understandable. Just like with uh, Infinity War. You know, just how just how it was last year. We I understand. But if you're complaining and I if I, I know some people on social media that 
are your usual complainers, whiners, bitchers about being spoiled. And the movie's been out a week, two weeks. You have no excuse. My whole thing is just take the time to see it so that way you won't be spoiled. And for the people who have already seen it, who have already uh, watched it, you know, don't be that guy to, you know, well, to spoil it that, you know, talk to people that seen the movie, talk to people that already, you know, already, already seen the movie. So that way there'll be no feelings hurt because, you know, everyone gets offended. Everyone likes to get, you know, when it finicky, when it comes to movies and spoilers and it's like, oh God, here we go again. So, definitely, guys, uh, if you're going to watch Avengers this weekend, have fun. Uh, I will watch it, not this weekend, but I will definitely watch it by, I guess, next weekend. Maybe, if not, you know, I'll catch it some way, but I will definitely watch it at the theaters first because... uh, yeah, I ain't going to movie theaters. Uh, quick story. I just don't like going to the movie theaters. Uh, first of all, overpriced uh, food at the concession stands. Uh, sometimes tickets are too overpriced. And, you know, sometimes you just want to sit down at home, just lay down in bed, you know, with your laptop. You know, on your right side or left side, depending on, you know, which side you want it on. Uh, just snacks. Bunch of, you got your your nachos. You, you can get a, a huge party bag of uh, uh, Tostitos uh, nachos and the huge uh, can of uh, nacho of, uh, of uh, God, I don't know, I'm blanking out. Uh, you know, salsa and, you know, my favorite, my personal favorite, you can't have nachos without, uh, queso, you know, salsa con queso, you know, I, I love the, the spicy cheese, uh, salsa dip. I love it. It's my personal favorite. You know, I just, I just want to lay down in bed with extra pillows laptop on the side, you know, watch a movie on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Video or HBO Go, wherever, and, you know, just just chill, just have my snacks, have my my six-pack or whatever, or soda, you know, you don't drink, or water, because, you know, you got to stay hydrated, of course, so that's fine, too, and just chill, like, and I know you you guys can relate and understand going to the movie theater. You know, especially now with these assigned seatings that that you know you're able to have in in these movie theaters now, especially the really fancy ones like the uh, AMC theaters. You have these assigned seatings, and people just come in. And they're not sitting in their assigned seat. 
And there's a whole big fuss and commotion about a fucking seat. And then there's a big argument and blah, blah, blah. Especially in, you know, in the hood. When you go to the hood movie theaters, you know, I've seen a few fights break out. I'm like, come on, it's just a movie. You know, we're we're fucking adults here. No, No need for all this drama. Just sit in your assigned seat. You know, stop being that guy or girl. Stop being that asshole or bitch. Just sit, sit in your assigned seat. This is like classroom. This is like a, a fucking classroom. Sit in your assigned seat. So I'm not really down with that. Like, I'm like, it's cool, you know, sit where you want, but eh, not for me. Like, I only bear it when I go to see, you know, a Marvel film, you know, especially the Avengers films. I'll, I'll go and, and, and deal with that, but. You know, any other film now. And uh, I just want to relax. Not have to get dressed. Yes, I'm, I'm a real, I'm a real introvert here. <laughs> but, you know, regardless of that, I, uh, you know, I do love movies. I do love, uh, you know, big screen films, TV series and all that. I just want to, you know, just want to chill, but I will, when it comes to Marvel and, you know, Avengers, especially, you know, whole MCU as a whole, yeah, like, I'll go and, and bear all that drama and nonsense and expensive drinks and food, and, you know, my stomach will definitely take a bullet to enjoy, and, and also crying, Kids, annoying ass kids. I just don't want to sit still. And people just have the. There's people who go to movies dozens of times, you know, like two, three, four, five, six times maybe. Uh, hey, what well, you do with your money? Do what you will with it. But they go and it's essentially like spoil the movie or they just won't shut up. They just have to be loud. They have to be heard. They got to be that, that class clown. They got to be that, that that jokester to try to make everyone laugh. It's like, chill. Like, one time, cool. One, one or twice, cool. But you do, you know, consecutively not. Like, don't don't be that guy. You know, there's always that person trying to put themselves over, you know, as a, as we say in, in wrestling you know, people going into business for themselves and trying to get themselves over any way possible. So, you know, there's that. But, yeah, regardless of all that, you know, have fun with uh, Endgame this weekend. Uh, I'll try to abort the spoilers. But, you know, if it happens, it happens. I'll, I'll still go and watch it because, you know, it's only fitting you watch uh, Infinity War and you you know you have to watch this movie. Hey, and it's three hours long. Remember that it's uh pretty much it's gonna be like a like half of WrestleMania. So if you can, you know, basically WWE has been preparing us to sit through Infinity War because if we can sit through WrestleMania like we did a few weeks ago, then. Avengers is a cakewalk. Ah, two and a half hours, three, three hours. It's it's all good. It's it's fine. That's nothing. Like you bunch of pansies, bunch of crybabies crying about a three hour movie when we wrestling fans we gotta sit through 
five, six hours of wrestling in one night. So, man, so it's all it's all good. So, alrighty. So, yeah, since it's opening night, opening weekend of Avengers Endgame, uh, I wanted to just go over some of my favorite Marvel heroes and villains, you know, everything in between, as well as just the expensive timeline. Like, you got to realize, guys, it's this universe, the cinematic universe, in 10 years has created over, say, 20 films around that ballpark. And this is... Like, this is why I love storytelling. And regardless, there's a few hits or misses. But at the end of the day, like 10 years, like even in I go back to wrestling, even with wrestling, which is uh, you have storytelling, you have character development, you have different scenarios, different conflicts, resolutions turns twists all that it's the way that marvel and disney and the russo brothers have created this universe this expansive universe it's insane in 10 years over 20 films it's amazing and this is why people love marvel this is why people love comic books in general because to see all of your favorite characters from your favorite comic books to be on the big screen, to see what they do. And again, it's not perfect. Of course, you know, not, not everything translates well and, of course, agendas and the whole nine. But it's just looking at it, just seeing how how it translates into the big screen and and just... The, the effects and the CGI and, and the storytelling and and the characters and, and the fight scenes and the, the and the conflict and the resolution and and the twists and turns and, su- and the surprises it's amazing just just to see the universe be translated onto a film and like compared to uh Captain America from the first film, from Captain America all the way to current day, which is Avengers Endgame. And just looking, just looking at the timeline, because uh, the MCU is in phases. And uh, so with phase one, Captain America, the first Avenger, and you know this movie I, I've seen. Of course, it's it's pretty good. It's not it's not the the greatest Captain America movie. I think the best Captain America movie is, in my opinion, uh, Winter Soldier, because it mixes a lot of action, a lot of drama, spy espionage, and like to me, those are the type of movies I like. But then you have a uh, Civil War. Like Civil War, I think it's much higher 
in terms of uh, the best Captain America uh, movies. But those two definitely, for sure, uh, Civil War and Winter Soldier. Those two, those two are like neck and neck. But I give the edge a little bit to Civil War overall. But my personal favorite is uh, Winter Soldier because I, I love spy uh, dramas and and espionage and you know just conspiracy you know i love conspiracies you know you know that guys so the timeline goes for phase one captain america captain marvel iron man iron man 2 incredible hulk thor and then avengers so that's the the timeline for phase one and of course out of out of these, I have my favorites, Avengers. Everyone loves the first Avengers. Like that, overall, is one of the best movies to come out from the MCU. Like, just how that movie, I remember watching that movie just dozens and dozens of times and never got old. It you always find something new. And that's what you got to love about movies. Movies that you can watch over and over again. And you can always find something different. You can find something new to it. Like, oh, I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see this before. Oh, like, I didn't know about this. It's really awesome that if you have a movie that is timeless. And you can go back and watch it over and over again. And never get bored. And you always find something uh, interesting about it, you can always find something new about the film. That's when you know you have a good film, good cast of characters, good plot, good story, and of course it expanded the the MCU as I mentioned before. And of course Iron Man, I'm a big Iron Man fan. As you know, few people that are listening will be listening to this. They know I'm a huge Iron Man fan. As well as the X-Men, but since we're only talking about phase one of the MCU, I love Iron Man. The first Iron Man was grounded in realism and in terms of Tony Stark, the character, and how he was this pompous millionaire, but he was, you know, freaking smart, super genius, engineer. You know, playboy, philanthropist, millionaire, uh, playboy, you know. But he was very, very smart. And as I think for, and I don't think I know, the character that had the most character development and changed so much in the MCU in, in these 10 years and over over the course of 20 films it's Tony Stark. It's Iron Man. He has his characters develop in such a way that he he's he married uh, Pepper. He's grounded himself in the sense that he cares about people. He's not about himself. He's not about the money. He's about you know saving, avenging the earth. Is you know. And 
just the, the 180 that his character had. Like, it's the reason why, like, Iron Man, Tony Stark, overall, I, <laughs> I can't, I'm gushing, but for good reason. I love this character. You know, in the beginning, yeah, he's a pompous asshole, but dude was freaking smart. He built a, you know, a suit of armor to basically free himself from prison in the first Iron Man. And then he came out as, you know, being Iron Man at the end of the first film. And then in the second one, now that people knew who he was, that, you know, he was a targeted man and whatnot, and he was dealing with, you know, he was dealing with uh, just, uh, you know, again, his, his character going through, going through trauma and and, and uh, heartache and just him growing as a person and, and just realizing his mortality and realizing that, hey, like, you know, it ain't all about me. It's essentially there's a bigger world out there. The world doesn't revolve around. The world does not revolve around me. Ugh, try saying that three times, and you know it's it's great overall. Uh, this the phase one of the MCU it expanded, introduced many of many of the movies and franchises and heroes and villains that we love today, you know? And, uh, mm. gotta drink your tea, ladies and gentlemen. So phase two, we got Iron Man three, as mentioned after Avengers and Tony, uh, after the Battle of New York, where he almost died, you know, you know, uh, with the whole nuke, him trying to, you know, divert the nuke, shot into outer space through a portal, and then he basically had PTSD. So, with that, in the third Iron Man movie, it was Tony, you know, Tony Stark being human, essentially. He was vulnerable, and you like to see that in your in your protagonist. You love to see that that vulnerability, the just the fact that he he almost died, and he still thinks about it. And as well as he mentioned it to Thanos in Infinity War when they had their battle on Titan, and he mentioned that. Like, I, I've known about you. And Thanos was like, yeah, like, I know of you, too. And he actually gave Stark his respects because someone so smart and, you know, so wise and just the fact that he his character, again, his character developed. And he's now more selfless. He's now about avenging and doing the right thing, and with, you know, with his Iron Man suits, he can get that done with his techn- Iron Man technology, it's, 
it's a way for him to do that. And especially the haunting that he had after the whole the whole bit with Battle of New York in the first Avengers film. And then it correlates in Iron Man 3, how he was vulnerable. He was, you know, facing his mortality. And it was a good movie for that. I was I was a fan of Iron Man 3 until the end when they revealed the Mandarin and you know the Mandarin in the comic books was this it was Iron Man's greatest adversary and just that movie didn't translate well with with the villains but in terms of Tony Stark's and his character development it really did the film justice for that. I think that that film really helped them because it takes place, you know, chronologically happens right after uh, the first Avengers. And that's why, like, in phase two, starts off with a bang and you have Thor Dark World. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't watched, uh, I only watched uh, Thor Ragnarok. I haven't watched the first Thor and Thor Dark World, which I should, it's a crime, you know, don't arrest me, but, uh, you know, I actually, to be honest, Thor is one of my favorite um, Marvel comic book characters as well, and he, he was the justice with Chris Hemsworth, he played, he fit into the role so well, he has the look you know, he acts, he's a very good actor, and he does the role justice, he does the character justice, that's just something I wanted to pull out, because, you know, I haven't watched the films, but he's in Avengers, so I know him from Avengers, and bits and pieces of the, you know, the Thor movies, but I haven't sat down and watched them all, just to be honest here, because I'm not gonna blow smoke up my ass and say yeah like Thor is great like he's a great comic book hero he's a great comic book character uh especially in the Avengers he's usually one of the few that shine along with you know with Tony and but of course I haven't watched sat down and, and watched them thoroughly so I can't get my comments but it really does also introduces Loki. He was in, you know, he was in the first Avengers film, and and he was the the big baddie there. And of course, a lot of people love Loki. Loki is like he he's a, a bad guy you wanna you wanna love. You know, you can't hate him. He he's the he's the god of mischief. Like come on now, like to to not like the god of mischief. It's it's like come on. Like, come on now, what, what, what are you doing? Stop it. So, you have Iron Man 3, you have Thor the Dark World, you have Captain America the Winter Soldier, you have Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and Volume 2, and then you have Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. This is for Phase 2. So, it's like I said, uh, Winter Soldier introduced the character in the title, <laughs> well, one of the characters in the title, the Winter Soldier, and it turns out to be, you know, 
Bucky, you know, and just the whole bit with Hydra and how he was, uh, you know, controlled and turned into a, you know, to a super soldier. And his character is really dope. Just, just the, the metal arm, you know, just this, this invincible, just almost invincible soldier, good in hand-to-hand combat. His metal arm is like insane. It's like a good, you know, aesthetic, especially in the film. Like I want to say this about the the CGI and then special effects. Like as of course time goes along, they get better and better to the point that everything now is almost everything is shot in CGI. But you know, just that arm, like Iron Man's suit, uh, one soldier's arm. It's and Thor's hammer or hammers because he had many hammers. It's uh, it's really like it's really dope. Like it's just little things that matter. Like just the little small bits that matter. You know, it's not always the the grandiose scene. And it's sometimes just little things. You know, it could be the arm. It could be the Iron Man using the repulsor blast or the arc reactor. It's just it's stuff like that that makes movies centered, you know, makes it come together. When you have certain pieces, certain things that tie everything together. And it may not be the centerpiece, but it helps. It really does help a lot. And just you know, seeing these movies, like, like I said, I haven't seen every single movie. Like, hey, like all these hardcore Marvel fans, like, don't come after me. But I've seen enough to know what's going on. Of course, you got to see all the Avengers movies. It's, it's, it is mandatory to see every Avengers movie. And, and I've seen every Avengers film. And once I've seen Endgame. I will see in every Avengers film, but you know, that's all semantics here. So yeah, Winter Soldier, uh, again, great movie fight scenes. I love the fight scenes, the whole espionage with Hydra and how they, they, uh, infiltrated shield. So it's, you know, basically a captain America and, uh, just going at it, and I don't know, just, even though Captain America is not, like, my number one favorite, like, I like Captain America, he, he he is, like, right there, along as, like, one of, one of the best, one of the best Marvel superheroes, and, again, this, they was something about Marvel. They they cast really good, good uh, actors and actresses for these roles, and that's the key to bring the character to life is by having good actors, good actresses in these roles. You know, and they they did it well. And I just I love going back to Winter Soldier. I just love the you know the espionage. I love the the whole Hydra versus. Uh, shield and then infiltrating shield and and then uh uh black widow 
going public about everything and, you know, the fact that she's, uh, you know, a Russian assassin and, and whatnot and, you know, out of herself and out of everyone. And, you know, that was pretty cool. And just overall, like, uh, uh, Bucky, uh, Captain America, and Nick Fury, like, we gotta give, we gotta give shout outs to, to Nick Fury. We gotta give shout outs to Sam Jackson, Sam L. Jackson, you know, like, I love that guy. As long as he's been acting, he still just brings it, man. But I just, I don't know, I just, I, I, I don't like how, how he's portrayed in, in, uh, Captain Marvel. Cause you know, the whole, the whole thing of him losing his eye, he trusted someone and betrayed his, he betrayed, his trust got betrayed and lost his eye for it. But now it's like, oh, a cat, a cat, the reason why he lost his eye, cause a cat scratched him or whatever and it's like what made Nick Fury a badass such a badass is gone and you know I don't want to get into that you know the whole uh politics about Captain Marvel and all that and also on the other spectrum I don't want to get into Black Panther but you know that's for another that's for another time because now I just want to talk about the timeline in itself and just comment on many of the movies in the MCU and, you know, towards this countdown towards, you know, Endgame. So we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, the first will always be the best. And it starts the the movie starts off really sad. Uh, it's just uh, Star Lord's mom uh, dying, and it's, it's very sad. And you know, you, you gotta like to introduce a character like that, like Bravo. It is it's 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 sad, but you gotta have that. You gotta have that uh, introduction to a character, and then, you know, he's a, you know, just the, just that, just this movie alone. And I, I wished I would have watched it like more times than I have, but it's this such a good movie. And of course, you got you know, I love talking about wrestling. Batista as a uh, Drax, he played into this role very well. He finished his role very well. Um, like people say, oh, Batista, like he, he won't make it into Hollywood and look, he made it and he, he's done a good job with Drax, very entertaining. Uh, it fits him perfectly, you know, and Batista, man, Dave Batista, you know, he's the man too. You got to give credit. So many actors, so many people. In, uh, and along these these twenty so films and in, in ten years, it's crazy. It's insane how how many people just in one film, let's say in an Avengers film, just how many people are are in the cast 
for for one Avengers film alone the entire uh, library of films. It's crazy. It's it's unreal. It's sometimes I can't wrap my head around it, but just just the fact that you know, just the fact that we were in this, you know, we're like wrapping up, you know, with Endgame. It's is fucking brilliant. And sometimes I can't wrap my head around the fact that this ongoing, this ongoing, uh, you know, story arc, and it played out really well. And uh, I haven't watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's like bits and pieces here. But we know enough, you know, with the first Guardians of the Galaxy you know, and that's when they introduced the the Infinity Stones, as well as in in uh, Thor, they introduced the Infinity. They start introducing the Infinity Stones so we can get to the Infinity War. You understand? So then we go into uh, Age of Ultron, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh, see, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. This film wasn't bad. It could have been better, but it's not like terrible. It's not outright terrible. No, no Marvel film has been super ultra mega terrible. It's just, it's either been very good, it's been excellent, very good, okay, or average. It hasn't been a, a terrible has been a terrible uh, Marvel film. You know, that's in part of the MCU. And I love Ultron as the main bad guy. And then you have the, you have the, the twins. Uh, you have uh, Wanda and uh, just uh, Scarlet Witch. Stop calling them by their, their you know, the government names. They're calling them by, by their, you know, their mutant names. You know, uh, well, they're not mutants because, you know, they have the rights. Uh, uh, Fox has the rights to X-Men and all that. And I'm going to talk about X-Men in a bit because it's a shame. They play a big part in, you know, the Infinity War. And after the old Avengers, you know... Once they go away, then the new Avengers come in and it's, you know, with with the X-Men. But it's a shame that we didn't get them, that they weren't in the MCU, you know, since the jump. I think if there's any regrets or there's any uh, missteps, mistakes, whatever you want to call them, it's the fact that uh, X-Men and the mutants aren't used, that they weren't in the MCU because they played a big part in the comic books, if you're a comic book fan. I read a few, you know, bits and pieces here. I own a few, few uh, you know, a few comic books. But it's a shame. Like, I love the X-Men. I love uh, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm... Uh, Rogue, Jean Grey, I love Magneto, you know, Professor, I love all those guys, 
you know, even Apocalypse. Oh my God, X Men. I don't want like it's not MCU. This this is you know again X Men are not part of the MCU. But it's a shame that they weren't in X and also the uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, the Fantastic Four as well, and again, it's a shame that they weren't added in because the scrolls, the super scrolls. Uh, I was very fascinated with the scrolls, and you know, it's just again so many is so many things that uh, weren't added due to due to uh licensing and and rights and all that and it's just it gets too muddied and it's a shame because it would have been cool to see in infinity war the x-men instead of uh because you know captain marvel plays a big part in defeating thanos but it would have been cool because essentially in in the infinity war in the comic books everyone gets snapped and then the you know the x-men come in as the next line of defense and then captain marvel comes in as well but due to that you know that's improvised and then of course not everyone just all the characters that are coming back they got snapped off so then of course we we all know who's gonna go and in the end that's what it's called endgame and if we, of course, you know, uh, Iron Man, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Well, he is Iron Man in real life. You know, Robert Downey Jr., uh, you know, all, all those guys from the original Avengers there, you know, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Scar Johansson there, their contracts are up, I believe. Like after Endgame, that's it. And they got to bring in the new a new wave of of Avengers and start the uh continue the the expanded universe, you know? You know, the cinematic universe, sorry. That's DC. So it's uh again it's a real shame that X Men weren't added, you know, Fantastic Four. And I would say this about Fantastic Four and X Men. X Men had some okay films, some eh films uh x-men i say the original x-men was was pretty okay uh uh x-men united could have been better last stand was eh. it could have been again all these could have been so much better uh it's just the, the writing it's overall it comes to writing because you, know, you got good characters you got good actors and actresses but it's just on the writing and you know, stick to the source material, but of course, gun rights, licensing, all that. Uh, first class. I am here, master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah. That's not fair. I can live for mind. I am my best audience. I graciously consent to allow you to be in my presence. Oh, 
think X like first X Men First Class was really good. Uh, so many. Uh, what's the one after? Yeah, that that one was good. Apo- X Men Apocalypse could have been. Uh, it could have been so much. Uh, like I love Apocalypse. Watching um, X Men Evolution on TV on Saturday mornings, and it's a shame again that that was supposed to was supposed to have another season, and they uh, canceled it. Uh, they ended it uh, abruptly. So we got Apocalypse. You know, we defeated him, or whatever. But then they showed a, a flash forward of uh, you know Dark Phoenix saga and whatnot. And, uh, we didn't, we didn't get to see that in, you know, in X-Men Evolution, because, you know, the X-Men animated series, you have the Dark Phoenix saga and whatnot, but just seeing it, just seeing it in another form, it would have been, it's a shame, it's a real shame, but yeah, uh, you know, back to Age of Ultron, like, the, you know, they introduce uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and you know my my first thought when seeing the film, where's Magneto? Where the hell's Magneto? But of course, you know, you had a bunch of you know metal robots. It had been too, it been too, <laughs> it would have been too easy. That's like you know continuity that went too easy, and Magneto came in there and just you know one two three just you know done away with it. But uh. Of course, this introduced Scarlet Witch to, you know, to the Avengers, and uh, of course they killed off Quicksilver. Like <laughs> Jesus, just the way he he got killed off. It it sucked, but I just wish that I just wish that you know Marvel had the rights to X Men, maybe. In in the next in the next uh, phase after Endgame, we'll we'll see them. You know, af- after Endgame, we'll start seeing X Men because I believe they they got the rights back from Fox. I believe don't don't quote me on that, but I believe they they did. So after they wrap up with with uh, you know with uh, Phase Three, then they'll start on Phase Four. So let me just uh, round up phase two really quick. So we have Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Bonds 1 and 2. We have Avengers Age of of Ultron and Ant-Man. So then after that, phase three. And one more thing about Age of Ultron. Uh, Ultron as a villain, he was cool, but to be fair, like when you have when you have a title film called Age of Ultron, you expect it to be excuse me, you expect it to be a a like a you know a longer you know age age could be you know uh, not a hundred years, but you know like a like like a a short time period longer than than a few days because it should have been called the days of ultron i was kind of disappointed that 
uh, things f- felt too sped up. Things felt too slow as well as me when I was watching it. When I went back and watched it a few times, it felt too quick, but then it felt too sluggish. And I think out of all the Avengers films, this one was the weakest because you had the first Avengers, which was great, and it's hard to top that. You know, well, eventually it did, but at the time it was hard to top that. Uh, and of course, Infinity War the introduced the main baddie that this was leading to. You know, Thanos, the the Matt Tain himself. You know, Infinity Gauntlet and all, and then now we're Endgame. So right now it's. Infinity War number one, regular event, the first Avengers, and then Age of Ultron. As you know, in terms of best Avengers films, you know, in that order, you like, I know that Endgame will top Infinity War. We all know this, but how that we, we know that it will, but we don't know, we don't know how. So, I just cannot wait to see uh, Endgame. Like, unfortunately, I'm not going to see it this weekend, but I find the time. Okay, Phase 3. So, we have Captain America Civil War introduced us to uh, Black Panther, and as well as uh, Ant-Man was in Phase 2. He makes an appearance as well in in uh, Civil War and Spider Man. Introduces us to well, reintroduces the MCU because also Fox had rights to Spider Man, and you know the whole fiasco with Spider Man. I love like it doesn't matter, you know it don't matter what you how you feel about you know the first three Spider Mans. Tommy Maguire is Spider-Man. You cannot take that away from him. He was, a, he was one, the best. And, uh, yeah, Tom Har- uh, Holland, uh, the other guy, like, they, they done a good job. They done, they done what they, what they could. And, and Tom, uh, Holland, I'll say he's a good Spider-Man. And, you know, especially his acting in, in, Civil War, Spider-Man Homecoming, and uh, in Infinity War. Very good. And, um, you know, unfortunately, like, it would have been so cool to have, uh, like, my opinion, it would have been so cool to have Tobey Maguire, you know, the original Spider-Man in the MCU, but of course... You know, with the whole fiasco with Spider-Man 3, they try to cram too much together. They had, you know, they had uh, Peter Parker and uh, Harry Osborn. It's like, it's just that. Then the whole love, you know, the love triangle between, you know, them two and, and MJ and then you had uh, Salmon, and you had Venom, and you had the symbiote, and it's like, oh my god, like, you, when you, the way you fuck up 
a good movie is when you add too much, too many characters, too many, well, not too many characters, too many story arcs. There's no way in hell that you can manage the love triangle, the symbiote, and then, you know, with Venom, Sandman, there's no, and then Harry turning into Green Goblin. There's no way you could have done that. Like the second, the first two Spider-Mans had a centered villain, a centered bad guy. The third one, you know, of course, was it, was it who, I believe, no, Sony, yeah, it was Sony that said, yeah, well, we, we need to have, uh, you know, we, we need to have all these other characters, we, we need to put all this, and it's like, that's why the film died, well, one of the reasons why the film died, the second reason why the film died is because they had Peter dancing, that, that scene that will be forever etched in all of your minds it's even if even if you had amnesia you still remember that somehow it's uh it's that bad but hey it was entertaining like it's 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 cringy but it's entertaining which you know i I love a little bit of cringy entertainment not too much but a little bit uh so we have civil war and introduces us to a new, new cast of characters, to of course to expand the universe even further, and then of course because of Spider Man's introduction to, to the Marvel MCU, we have Homecoming. You know, haven't seen it, but a lot of people have, people have said some good things about it as well. Doctor Strange. I have seen Doctor Strange many of times and I can say this about I can say this about Doctor Strange. Love the character, I love, you know, uh magical beings. I love, you know, the fact that you know the whole element of magic is we already have it with Thor, you know, with the Infinity Stones. But just introducing, because of course he has another. The this film introduces another Infinity Stone, which is the Time Stone. So him being introduced, his movie was very good in terms of uh, a visual, and it fleshed out. It, they fleshed out uh, Doctor Strange really well. A nice introduction. And just visually, like watching that movie, wow, like it's the CGI, the special effects were like beautiful. Like in terms of uh, special effects, that is the best movie of the MCU in terms of CGI and special effects. And then we have Black Panther, which I have not seen even 10 years Ten more years, I won't. I won't watch it. Uh, Black Panther, cool superhero. Uh, those of you that don't know, he's been around, you know, ages. But being brought in around this time and the social climate, like, I'm just not a fan. Like, just of the time period 
that he was brought in because, you know, of, uh, you know, the social climate and whatnot. But good hero. Personally, not not a fan because everything has to be politicized. Everything has to be uh, turned into politics. And I don't like it in my movies. Doesn't mean that because of that, I don't like Black Panther because he's a cool character. But when people mix fiction and reality, it's it's it kind of rubs me the wrong way because, you know, just enjoy the movie. Like it's cool to have a fandom. It's good to have, uh, you know, someone you could look up to. But it's fiction, folks. I just don't like the fact that people will just bury, just pound and pound things to the ground because of you know, political or, or race. And this film, it could have been way better without the, you know, if people didn't bring their uh, social, political, racist undertone into it. And it just brought the film down. I'm not going to watch it. And, you know, it's cool if people watch it and they enjoyed it for what it was and Killmonger good fucking villain someone you can relate to like I I know who the villain is at least and it's someone you can relate to and for that the movie is just for the villain I say because of the villain uh, the movie is good but in terms of just all the uh, the you know political, social, racial undertones. Not not a fan. It's just it's just certain things you can't have in, in in movies, and you know you can sprinkle it in a little bit, but have it be have it be gradual, have it be uh, meaningful to the story arc. Don't just put it in there because well, we gotta appease, we gotta uh, pander and coddle like. I just like when you pander or coddle a group of people, it's is insulting my intelligence. You know, it insults my intelligence when you do that. And this film is not a horrible film. It's it's a good film. A lot of people love the movie, but just the 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 again political undertones, social undertones. I just because of it, and I was told, like, Ruben, watch this movie. Gotta watch this movie. I'm like, uh, nah. Like, when you're when you're like being, not just borderline forced. Like, oh, you gotta watch this movie. And like, I'm not gonna watch it. Why? Like, oh, because you know, I have brown skin. You know, I look black. I gotta watch it. Like, oh, I'm not. I'm going to watch it because I want to watch it. This whole thing, even South Park brought it up. You know, had this whole episode about Black Panther and whatnot. And, you know, just, it is, you know, of course, South Park. Shouts out to South Park. Fucking entertaining show. Still going on after all these years, but I just, I just can't. So, yeah, that. with that being said, great, you know, good movie. Just not for me because of X, Y, and Z undertones under it 
but with that being said, let's see how much time. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Just under an hour. And so let's uh, continue further. So now we have Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. So, so we start off with Thor Ragnarok. Uh, good movie. It's a shame that Hulk didn't have his own film because, you know, you introduce in the comics, you're introduced to uh, uh, Planet Hulk, but they kind of merge that into Thor Ragnarok. And of course you have Hulk, you know, cause he's been MIA and, you know, for a while. So Thor finds him here. They have a fight, fucking awesome fight. And, uh, introduce, uh, Thor's, uh, sister. Of course he had to kill, which is, uh, a pretty, it, pretty sucks when you gotta kill you gotta kill members of your own family yeah it really does suck when you know you gotta kill members of your family but you know regardless a good film and and uh jeff goldblum loved this guy and he was awesome in this film too and idris alba as well so many people like just because i think uh, I hate doing top fives, top tens, top twenties. Well, top twenty-two since there's twenty-two films in the Marvel MCU. But just in terms of this film was very uh, this uh, Thor Ragnarok was very very good in, in my opinion because then it leads up, you know, right when Infinity War starts after. Uh, Asgard is destroyed, and like again, that movie, that movie is very good and is very pivotal as well. Uh, yeah, and let's continue further down the tree. Then you have Ant Man and the Wasp. Haven't watched Ant Man. Uh, haven't watched both uh, Ant Man movies, but of course, play a role, and especially that that meme where. Uh, the way that Thanos is defeated is with uh, Ant-Man covering himself up with hot sauce up Thanos's rectum. Yeah, that would definitely... Oof. Uh, they say it's better out than in, but... Oof, oh, Lord. I actually feel sorry for Thanos if that were to happen. <laughs> uh, gosh, shouts out to the memes. But then you have Infinity War, and of course... Seen this movie in the theaters, fucking awesome. I love Thanos as a as a villain because it's someone you can sympathize. Like here's the thing: you a good villain is someone that you can sympathize with. They can not you can't relate to a fictional god, a titan, but just what he's been through. Why is he doing the things that he's doing? You can relate to that. But, of course, he's 
you know, fucking psychopath, just snapping people, you know, just killing half of, you know, of the, you know, just snapping away half of the universe. But you can understand where he's coming from. A lot of stuff he, he says, like a lot of quotes that he brought up was, you know, true, something you can relate to. That we're, we're wasteful, you know, we have finite resources, this, that, and the other, and it's true. It's, I couldn't agree, you know, I couldn't agree with, uh, with that anymore. And, you know, the fact that he had to sacrifice his, his, you know, his daughter to get the soul stone. Uh, you know, he lost everything, but he gained, he's gained everything at the same time. And to him, it was worth it. And the the cast of characters, like you know, everyone, like it's like Super Smash Brothers, everyone is in here. And uh I just I love the movie. I I, I don't mind sitting through long movies in the theater. You know, it's just you know, with this one. But overall I don't mind sitting sitting through a long T V show, a long movie. And this was Overall, great. The ending for uh, Infinity War was was fucking awesome because the bad guy won. You know, you always have a happy ending with superhero movies where the bad guy is defeated, blah, blah blah, with few casualties, maybe a few sacrifices, but you have a happy ending. This one, you know, you don't because Thanos actually, you know goes along what he said he he said that he wants to gather up all of the infinity stones which he did and then he's gonna snap away half of the universe because the universe cannot sustain all its life we have finite resources and he did it and a lot of people got snapped away so him doing that and when people left the theater like kids were like quiet everyone was was fucking silent the air just left the the fucking theater and in my mind I was like fuck yeah like the bad guy wins for once I love it and of course you know Thanos is gonna get his of course in Endgame because he in the comics of course you don't if you don't read the comics you know that he gets he he's defeated but you know i, I want to again i want to see how i can't wait but for infinity war i just love how at the end of the movie Downs is looking at the sunset like he said hey snap my fingers uh wipe you know wipe half an universe out of existence, and I could see the sunset, I see the sunrise, and he did, and now we get to see in Endgame what goes down, how it sounds defeated, introduction of Captain Marvel, and they're going to be in space, I can't wait, as you know, I love space, I love Anything that has to do with space. And I should really watch some of these other Marvel films since, you know, I've got lots of time. But we'll get there. 
look up there. Like I have had nothing but time. And time is precious. So with that being said, I'm going to call it a night. Thank you guys for joining me and listening to the sound of my voice. And as always, if you want to listen to this, if you're ready to listen to this, if you want to listen to other episodes of my podcast, you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Just search for Ruben Prime TV. I have a Twitter. I will post, I will frequently post when I upload new episodes of my podcast to the before mentioned podcasting sites and as well as Instagram. Just search for Ruben Prime TV. That is Ruben Prime TV. Also, I have a Facebook where I occasionally post on there too, and that is Ruben Prime TV Podcast. And lastly, I'm trying to build a website. It's been it's been off and on, but I promise soon. Not, I'm not gonna say all oh, next week, but definitely it's a work in progress. But I will try my best to get this website up and running. Uh, it's it's not it's not as easy. Like you got to dedicate a lot of time and constantly update it. But once it's live, I will give you the link to that as well. And with that being said, I am going to shut the hell up now, get this edited, and pump this out for you guys to listen to. So that being said, I'm Room Prime. You just listened to an episode of Table for One, Endgame, Marvel, Avengers, Endgame, Assemble. And that being said, guys, love you. Have a good night. Enjoy Endgame. And no spoilers. Don't be that guy or girl to spoil shit. Please. I'm watching you. <laughs> then, guys, good night.